We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Recording this with smoke signals. I do not have Wi-Fi. Uh, no. <laughs> Andy, what's up, bro? Oh, first game back from the All-Star break. It looks like the Warriors just came back from Hawaii. That's what it looked like tonight. Well rested, ready to rock, Sam. Ready for the stretch run. This was the perfect first game that they could have. Think so. I felt. I mean, I might have fell asleep in the middle of the second quarter. <laughs> of it. it was. It was. Uh... It's a good thing, though. I'll, I'll give you this. It was a good warm yourself up back into the right. thing, but it was this was a snooze fest beyond the fact that Steph Curry was. I, mean, I felt like it was Steph playing pickup ball with a bunch of amateurs when, when he played in the game in general. Uh huh. Uh huh. I, I don't really know where else to go with that. I, well, but, I mean, here, here's the thing. I mean, there's there's not games like these. You know, midway through the second, I kind of thought, oh, maybe this will be a close game by the fourth quarter. Like, uh, you watch the Warriors the last two weeks. It's a lot of playing very poorly against bad teams, like the Knicks, and somehow losing that's at true. home, that's right? That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, you know, this type of game, obviously, you know, you got guys that, you know, Wiggins didn't make a shot tonight. Jordan Poole couldn't make it for the first half, right? So you had guys struggling tonight. But I think overall, uh, this was the type of effort. Stephen Clay looked phenomenal, right? Clay looked 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 like he was right before the all-star break. He, he, he missed a bunch of shots, but not tonight. He looked like classic clay against the, the Blazers. So I think like you said, though, kind of warm your heart. I mean, this doesn't prove that they're a championship team, but this is just, you know, they needed to play this type of game and not win by 10 points tonight. I think winning by 10 points tonight would have been very annoying. Two things we've talked about. Let's start on the first one, which is this team was limping into the all-star mm-hmm. break. Like mm-hmm. the last two weeks, before the all-star break where I didn't want to watch any of those games. Like the last week I was like, the Warriors play tonight. This is going to be gross. You know, I don't want to see it. So it was good to see them come back with uh, extra energy. And what I'm particularly talking about is like Looney kind of seeing the bigger guy. It sucks to be that undermanned up front. And like, they're still undermanned. Uh, Wiseman, what five on fives right now? Draymond yep. farther back, but they're they're not they're not playing probably this week. But uh, 
in general, you know, like Portland, not a big, big team. And guys like Looney and Bielitsa had a little time off. The Warriors didn't feel so undersized up front. Yeah, I mean it's it's a good matchup, right? Nurkic isn't playing tonight. He probably would have went for you know eighteen and fifteen or something if he was. And the the Blazers were somehow actually probably smaller <laughs> than the Warriors, and they wanted to play fast. So it was like perfect. It was just a perfect matchup for the Warriors. The Warriors played Dallas on Sunday, another great matchup where the Mavs just have no big men and they'll just they'll try to run it as they'll try to go guard to guard with the Warriors, which is perfect, right? Yeah. So a l- l- little better, a little better team though. <laughs> <laughs> they got one guy that's pretty good. Uh, so. It, it's a good matchup overall, like you said. I, one adjustment I thought was was interesting. Bielitsa is not playing, right? Bielitsa didn't play tonight until garbage time, so thought that was interesting. Where Wiseman's gonna be back, uh, you know? Fitz keeps saying it in the next couple of weeks, so I think I think the minutes that you've we've seen Bielitsa play, I think Wiseman are gonna get him. So you talk about like the size, right? I think they're probably gonna throw that out there. I think they're prepping for that, um, and, and I think Bielitsa is probably out of the rotation until. Until 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 Steve puts him in in the second second round the playoffs for no reason he's probably he's probably not playing for a while. Yeah, I mean Looney didn't play too much tonight. It wasn't really a big man game, but in but, general, they went that route. Um, I thought Otto Porter played a phenomenal game. Uh, we're kind of burying the lead with Steph Curry, but like we're we're on this big man front right now, so we might as well run with it. I thought this was the best game Otto Porter played in a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we keep talking about Looney being worn down, but like, yeah, Otto's kind of been a de facto big man for them. And he he's looked tired the last couple of weeks. And tonight he looked like the player. He looked like that early part of the season. Oh, man. I, I forgot about that. So true. Because we, we got used to talking about how good Otto was and he always seems to make the right play. But he did vanish the last couple of weeks. Right. And they rest him, too. It's not like he plays back to backs. It's not like he was. He might have had nagging injuries, but he didn't have a sprain that took him out for five games. Like, they're doing their best to load manage Otto Porter, and he still wore down, right? It, it's just – I think someone like him, it's just tough. Like, he's just not going to be able to play that amount of games. So, um, maybe they should put him on the Iguodala plan if, if Otto's going to be back next year. But, again, for the purpose of this year, that's, it's perfect, right? Because they only got 20 games hey, left. Hey, you, can't, you can't have everyone on the Iguodala plan at the same time. <laughs> but, like, yeah, but, but, like, your, your, your point's right. Like, if if – if you thought he could be like a 35 minute per game, 80 game right. player, you're probably not getting him for a fat minute. Mark. So I, know, I, he might, he might be even, it. but he might be even like less healthy than we thought though. Like he's good sure. when he's healthy, but he might not even be a 70, 65. He might be like a 58 game player. You know what I mean? Which is fine because like you like tonight and the beginning of the season, when he's out there and he's healthy, he's good. Like he's yeah. really good. Um, we are going to discuss the main story of the game tonight, mm. if you can hear me, Andy. Yes. Uh, one Stephen Curry. It's been, a, you know, off of kind of the star of All-Star Weekend, up showing LeBron James in the Cleveland All-Star game. I think you were a little curious how Steph would look in the first game back from All-Star. My man threw up 18 and 14. In two and a half quarters, like what are you gonna do with that? Tell, tell me, tell me what you thought of Steph's performance tonight. Well, hey, 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 S- Steph shot two for seven from three, so I, I don't. <laughs> no, he did his. Uh, <laughs> you brought up a few weeks ago, um, Steph having to become the primary ball handler and and really the primary passer on this team uh, with Draymond out, and tonight was was that. 
uh, he looked like I made a joke in the beginning of the game that he looked like Chris Paul. He had 10 assists well before uh, halftime. And he even had a play where he dribbled in front of a big guy in transition, then purposely slowed down, flopped and drew the foul. Pretty disgusting, Sam, but classic point guard, point guard behavior. So, uh, you know, as much as we like to make fun of Chris Paul, he is one of the best guys that can run an offense right in the entire in the history of the nba so right now you're seeing i think the versatility of, of steph where look man tonight if he wanted to score 30 he would have just chucked up 15 more shots and scored 30 it's not a big deal but i think he understands that you got guys that need to get in rhythm and he's he's trying to get playing rhythm clay got in rhythm he got wiggins 10 open threes Right. So hopefully Wiggins can hit him next made, game. Made, made one of them, baby. <laughs> uh, Kevon Looney had a bunch of open lay, open dunks on layups. Right. So I think like you, you can see that the guy can just do everything on offense. Nothing he can. I think he looks very locked in. Um, it's funny because all anyone wants to focus on with Steph is the three point shooting numbers. And I get it. Like that is the foundation of his game. And. There's just no way around it. Like, it's weird when Steph isn't just raining threes on you, but like, just the ability to control a game and beat you in so many different ways gets overlooked with Steph. And tonight, you know, like, Portland's not a good team, but like, 10 assists in the first 12 minutes he played, just complete control. He looks like a who is very much in control of his total game. And you know, end of the day, this war we care about this Warriors team making a playoff run, right? Like we want them to win a title. Like we're I don't really care. Phoenix wants tonight. I don't right. Um no. No. and to win a title, you need Steph, Clay, and Draymond peaking at the same time. And as far as I'm concerned, Clay keeps playing better. Right. Steph is peaking. Steph is playing. I think he's playing phenomenal basketball. He's playing at a high, very high level. Yeah. Just because he's not shooting 43% from three doesn't mean he's not playing at a high level. Uh, So it's just about getting uh, Draymond back healthy and, and like just checking all those boxes. Anyway, um, should we open the system questions, Andy? Yeah. Let's get it to the goons. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ryan, what's up, bro? Nothing much. Uh, I I almost fell asleep halfway through the fourth quarter. It definitely had the vibes of a college game, especially with all the half-court trap shit that they were doing and the random players and Brian Anderson on the call. felt like completely... March Madness game, which got me in the mood for March Madness, and I'm excited that's coming up. So, uh, let's talk about let's talk about Kaminga a little bit. Like, it just seems like since the beginning of the season, he went from his first instinct being to face up and go at people to I'm gonna pull this out, I'm gonna go into a dribble handoff, and I'll get an easier dunk. The growth of this guy has been fantastic. I guess that's leading to my question: is what do you guys think? the limit is for Kaminga in the playoffs this season. Do you think he could be a reliable playoff weapon, especially with his free throw rate and his rim pressure? Ooh, Ooh I love um, I love that question, Ryan. Andy, you want to go first? By the way, I, I was thinking about this. Yesterday I was on 957, and they, they always ask me about Kaminga. But you are always on KMBR, and I'm on 95.7. Is that like a – do they come into agreement with, with those two stations where only one can do one and, and can't do the other? <laughs> I always find that funny. If, you know, uh, I have, uh, I, I've kind of wondered about that. I don't know. I don't know where we're going with that. You know, <laughs> it's like, it's like they, they get the rights some... to one. Well, I was saying, cause they keep asking me, I, I was saying, I, I want to say that I don't know if he's even going to play in the postseason because we've seen Steve yank him in and out of the lineup kind of for reasons unknown. We, we just generally don't know outside of like, maybe he's not playing hard enough or something like that. But at this point, doesn't it feel like the last week, the last two weeks that he's a stable guy in the rotation now? They're not kicking him out. They're kick, they're going to kick JTA out. Lee just got booted out of the rotation right before the All-Star break. Bielitsa is now out of the rotation. But the one guy that's still there and that's playing consistent minutes is Kaminga, right? It feels like he's going to get those minutes regardless whether it be the regular season or the postseason. Yeah, and, and, and I want to throw this into the mix, which is – I think it's easier to mix Kuminga into the lineup because his role is a pure energy role right now. Like his role is come in, play defense, crash the glass, and use your athleticism. Um, so some games like against Portland, who's you know kind of in a rebuild, that might be thirty minutes. Other teams, maybe it's maybe it's eight to ten minutes. Right? Like I could see. Steve throwing him into a playoff game, thinking his energy level will change a game. Um, and it, it's it, it's just a cleaner way to develop him. Like it, they're not asking him to do too much, and they can just they can just ride with what he is doing in terms of in terms of providing energy and athleticism. Huh? Well, he's uh uh, the other thing is he also shot 12 free throws tonight, made 10 of them. Um, it reminds me of uh, – I, I just – I keep going back to Giannis. There's some Kawhi. I know you like the Jimmy Butler one because those guys are like MVP-type players, but the guy just gets fouled 
existing. It's <laughs> he goes to the hole, gets fouled. He shoots a shot, he gets fouled. Like he he is addicted to like. Let's take Andrew Wiggins for example, having a special season, is an All Star. But how often do we see him take it to the rack and just not care? It's not like Kaminga is an eighty five percent free throw shooter. Those two no, guys shoot free Kuminga throws likes, at about Kuminga the same con- rate. Kuminga likes contact. He's not scared. There's no way around that. Yeah, no. He uh, if anything, it's it's like. You know, the next stage of his development is figuring out how to leverage that into getting other guys shots. But like for right now, yeah, he yeah, likes yeah. contact. Yeah, he's a play finisher right now, which he should be. Right. We, we don't want him to they don't they don't want him to play create because the Warriors have have two of those guys, three of those guys if three months back. So keep it moving. Hey, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? All right. Good. What's, what's up, up Nathaniel? I'm good, good. Uh, good team win, first of all. But uh, I had a question regarding Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. So uh, I kind of feel like during the playoffs, you know, he had a very quiet first half. And he has these times during games where he could just, like, look disinterested, I'd say. But, um, you know, a good coach like Ty Lue, I feel like, could easily scheme against the Warriors. And I just want I just want to know how you guys feel about Wiggins during times like those where Steph's getting blitzed off double teams and he's missing those four to five wide open threes. You know what I mean? How do you guys see the Warriors, like, attacking that issue in the playoffs? Ooh. Jordan, that's a great that's- question. I've, I've, yeah. well, first off, I want to call it. That's a great question, but go for it, Andy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not concerning right now because I think the Warriors. It's been a while since they've played a huge game, and right, and and Andrew Wiggins. Let's take let's talk about last season and the two playing games, which were essentially playoff games. He was great against the Lakers, but bad against Memphis down the stretch, right? And, and by bad, I mean like he just he missed the shots that that were open down the stretch. So. I think that's what you expect from him, though. Like, he's not – he's Harrison Barnes in that he stands in the corner, he takes a shot. You don't – or you aren't looking for him to get to the rack, to dribble, 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 draw contact, get two shots, go to the free throw line, right? Like, that's not – if that's your expectation of him, you're, you're going to get your heart broken. So I think if that's the case, I tend to look for guys like Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson to get those shots instead. In crunch time, Sam, like those are the guys where I'm saying, yeah, go get me a shot, right? Instead of saying, Andrew Wiggins, go settle into an 18 foot fadeaway. That's not what I'm looking for from him. Yeah, I'm with you there. He's He's been a phenomenal 3 and D player for this team, and that's who he is. He's a 3 and D guy. He guards one of your best perimeter players on the other team, and he is a damn good spot up shooter. Like, I, Regardless of tonight or any other night, like you're, it's hard to find a better three and D guy than Wiggins. If you're looking for someone to break the game open, probably not going to be Andrew Wiggins. Like that's going to have to be Steph Curry. That's going to be Clay Thompson, uh, Draymond when he comes back using his ability to push ball and transition. And as you mentioned, Jordan Poole is going to have to be that six man guy who when games are not working the way you want, where you're like someone to throw it in there, do a different thing. I don't think that's going to be Andrew Wiggins role on this team, no matter how much you want it to be. I just don't think it's going to be. They don't want it to be. You know what I mean? Like part of what you've seen with Steve Kerr and the coaching staff is they've essentially erased the dribble, 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 pull up 
mid-range shot. It's not even it's not even part of the game. Um, they they get him the post game for the like better, half hook, for the better, right? Yeah. yeah, for the better. Like they get him the post post on a small guy. He turns around, that thing's a bucket. It's automatic. But outside of that, I, they're not asking him to do all of that. And I think I think he's okay with it. They're okay with it. He's shooting forty plus percent from three. If you want someone else to to make and take All-star a shot, all star starters. Yeah, <laughs> ten points. It's gonna be Steph, Steph, and uh, Steph playing pool. Right. Uh, pool's that love, X factor is really what it is. I love the I love the ten point call out. Like, just fits perfectly. Ten points, all star game. All right, let's get Greg <laughs> back up here. I think Greg's got his connection. Thing is, he's back. Greg, turn yourself oh. off mute. Oh, there it is. There, there it is. There you go. Hello. Can you hear uh, me now? We can awesome. hear you. What's up, Greg? Hey, well, first off, uh, first time, as it, as you can probably tell, first time caller, love the fucking podcast. Great podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so thanks for providing all of that. And my first uh, observation, I guess, and, and sort of question is, you know, there's these three big problems with the Warriors. Draymond lists uh, defense, which I can understand, makes sense. Uh, the crazy errant um, throws and all of the turnovers again i can make sense in a way with the way the that it all works but the third one that i can't really comprehend is the uh the fouling and in the first <laughs> quarter the very first quarter it was just i was like dude are we gonna do this right now are, are we gonna have this other game where it's like they have you know 53 throws and we have 10 12 obviously it didn't end up that way so i'm grateful for that thank you kaminga uh amazing free throw performance, but what do you think is it that causes us to, or specifically the Warriors, to make those, um, I guess, mistakes or errors that's leading to these free throws? Greg, appreciate you. I appreciate every first-time caller. Um, I'll go first on this one. Man, I, I have a thought, too. I think... Hey, I was. Gonna say, I think they just came out flat. Like they have a, huh? they love huh. to play down to their competition. Sometimes. <laughs> you think? Okay, I, I have. A, I have a theory. I, I think. I think they're one of the few teams in the NBA that actually play hard on defense. Um, from mm-hmm. Steph, GP two, Clay. I mean, Damian Lee, who I'd love to to shit on, but he plays very hard. JTA plays very hard. Uh, Looney play. I, I think with that, sometimes. You just come out and you're fouling guys because you're trying to play so hard on defense. Like you're trying to set the tone, and sometimes they just end up fouling guys, uh, especially Steph. Uh, these guys are so addicted to like taking pride and keeping the guy in front of them that they'll do anything to do that. And and dude, it's 2022. Like you're not you're gonna get called for a foul. So I actually think it's a good thing. I don't think it happens that often, right, Sam? Like I don't see it happen that often, so it's not really that much of a concern. Overall, I do think so. in, in I, I agree with you. I think this year it's been way better than like last year. Last yeah. year you, you get you yeah. get like a sigh. I'd be like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Kemp is more, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I think. Like, but yeah, but I think I think you nailed it. I think you, you got a bunch of guys who are trying to play defense, and they're going to err on the side of over fouling than not fouling. So yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as I'd love to have five Andre Iguodala's in their prime, um, <laughs> you know, it, that's not how it works. That's, you know, it's the, like, the, the war- <laughs> yeah, the Warriors had that in, uh, what, 2017? 
2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five Yeah, you get you, you get a little spoiled when you watch that, and then you watch guys who are not as good as that do it, and you're like, all right, you're gonna have to deal with some dumb fouls every now and then. <laughs> oh, just thinking about it. Prime Clay, Iggy, Draymond, and KD. God, that's special. Yes, we, that was a very, very good team. Let's get to a couple more callers. <laughs> I'm gonna call them. David, oh, what's, what's up, up David? Yo, I'm back. Oh here. oh, here we go. David, appreciate you. What's going on, man? Yeah, thanks for the second chance. We believe in second chances here. <laughs> uh, it uh, kicked me when I joined. Uh, good to hear you, fellas. Um, all right, I got a couple things on my mind. I'm going to share them. You can comment on whichever one you want. I First of all, the guy that talked about Wiggins, I've been thinking this now for a while. Uh, his shot, like the, like before the All-Star break, I remember a specific shot he bricked against like Memphis or something from the left side, and it looked ugly. And I was like, I've never seen Wiggins brick like that this you know, like in a minute. And his shot has, I swear, like it hasn't been good for a while. But I think he'll figure it out. But it's starting to make me like a little worried. So I'm, I'm, I hope that he. I mean, he's got time. But just a just a thought I had. A fun question I wanted to ask you guys. If Kevon Looney was in a bar and he was talking and you didn't know who it was, you just knew the voice, do you think you would recognize the voice of Kevon Looney in a bar? Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> and then, wait, 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 wait. I, have, I had one other, I had one other thing. <laughs> then uh, Steph Curry is the best combination. If you just rank a basketball player on the ability to dribble, pass, and shoot the basketball, Steph Curry is the best in the history of the NBA. At those three things, and there's not an actual even comparison. But I would be curious um, to hear. You, I would be curious to hear who else you guys would put as like the, the best of that those three categories. Huh. That's it. Holy shit! First That's off, good. David, appreciate it. I am floored with the uh, Louis <laughs> comment. So I'm gonna need a minute on that one because he's he, he's right. Louis, I... the voice. I can't, dude. I was in the locker room for five years, uh, and I, and I don't remember him talking. I was, dude. I, I I have to say no. I actually don't know what I don't know what Looney sounds like, man. No, I know what Damian Lee sounds like. He's done interviews, and and he's he's a funny guy when he does interviews. He's always seems happy. Looney, I, wow, Sam, I I don't I can't I, I say think, I, I would know. I think so, but I don't think I would be able to answer it prior to this year. So. <sighs> This is like this is like this is the year Looney's established his voice to me. <laughs> um, oh to, his, to his question, I do think so. Like, in my opinion, Steph is probably the most skilled player of all time, right? Like yeah. the, the combination of shot yes. making, ball, just general skill with the ball in his hand is unmatched. Now, who who would you put up there with him? I have a list in my head. I've already computed a list. Okay. Um, I'm going to throw I'm, I'm going to throw sorry, a couple I'm, names. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, like that that's just so you go first. <laughs> no, I'm just going to throw names out there cuz you already you, you wow, you've got a list. I I go Steve Nash. Is he on your list? I mean, he's on the list, yes. Oh, okay. Uh I will go I will go Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. It's all point guards. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it is it is fair to say like this is a guard list. Like no one's gonna no one's gonna throw 
you know, uh, LeBron Hakeem or something, you know, like, uh, uh, I was going to, Kobe, Kobe deserves to be on the list. I would throw, um, Kyrie on the list. Right. As much as I, as much as he infuriates me, phenomenal with the ball in his hands. Like just, it's sorry. He is. Um, I'll throw MJ in there. If you're going to put Kobe, you got to put MJ. Just combo of handle and shot-making ability up there all time. What does it say about LeBron that he's not on this list, but he's probably the second or third best player in the history of basketball? Like, the guy can't dribble. <laughs> and he is <laughs> – and, and he can shoot kind of, but <laughs> what does it say that he's that good? This, this is for another show. This is for another show. We'll um, say this. I, we'll say this for when Nick Wright comes on the show. I will say one thing. Uh, uh, Steph, like there are guys that are better passers, but he's a very good passer. There are guys that are better a uh, ball handler, but he's right up at the list. There is not a fucking soul in the history of basketball that comes close to shooting, and like that's that's the one where it's the goal of hoops is to fucking shoot the ball, man, and make it. <laughs> he's the best. So he is the most skilled. It's it's yeah yeah and yeah. and like the, the guys I'm thinking of is like can they handle and get a shot off under pressure in that sort of situation? So yeah, I mean, I throw I throw KD in there. KD's oh, that's right. KD is like right. best player I've ever seen who has that skill set over like six six. Like I've yeah. never How seen we miss I've never seen someone yeah. like that size do that. But I still don't think he's as skilled, you know, as as like Kyrie or someone like that. So, yeah, Katie's Kyrie is crazy. KD, KD can't dribble. Come on, Kyrie. Mm. It's because it's because he's it's because he's so freaking tall that yeah. <laughs> that, that it looks weird sometimes. But I'm t- there is no like Jan, You see Giannis dribble. He doesn't have the dribble that KD does. KD can get a shot off from. No, Gian- Giannis is a stiff arm to the rim. Um, Not like LeBron though. <laughs> no, nah, it's a little different. But yeah, let's get Larry up here, and we might call uh, it a night. Right. Connection issues. Well, I just uh, I think the Warriors have some adjustments still going on. Clay is coming back, and he's pretty hot. He's looking pretty w- good right now. Uh, I think Wiggins is suffering from lack of usage, uh, mm. and it's hard to hit those shots if you haven't touched the ball that much. We saw that way back with Harrison Barnes. Okay. Right. <laughs> he only had a 15% usage percent, and it suffered. And right. Wiggins' ball handling in the front court has gone way down since everything's come around. Um, the big concern I have about the Warriors right now is in the playoffs. I, I think we have more adjustments coming when Wiseman comes back. Uh, and I don't know how we're going to figure that out in time. You know, hopefully... We've got enough time to get a semblance of a rotation that is a little bit better at being consistent. I mean, tonight they they were pretty darn good, but you know what? We have almost everybody had 15 points. Um, that's unrealistic in the playoffs, and I really wish uh, that Steph would you know take his own shot a little bit more if he could, and maybe have him a little more on the ball. I'm really worried that we're wasting yet another year. Because I I don't see this team without a, a stronger presence in the middle, you know, and, and rim protection, yeah. uh, going all the way. Yeah. Uh, 
Larry, are you, um, let me ask you one question. Are you concerned more about Draymond's return or the integration of James Wiseman, who could, let's say, change the calculus of the team, but like obviously is a, is a large. Person. Yeah. I'd say a little bit of both, but I, but I think Draymond's injury is really critical and the uh, makeup of the roster has made it even more so. Yeah. Uh, the fact that they've kept, you know, the rookies who, and, and I love both of them, uh, you know, Moody looks like he's going to be solid. Kaminga, we know what we're seeing, but he also does make some rookie mistakes. You know, he, he started off the game with a couple of, you know, kind of questionable uh, turnovers, but after that he was fine. But I, I just think in the playoffs that gets a lot harder for the rookies. They probably don't get the calls that the veterans do. And, um, I, you know, I just think we've got to do something there. And I really don't know what's going to be available in the buyout market, you know? So again, we have a gen- <laughs> beyond generational talent. We have a multi-generational talent, a guy who completely changed the way the game of basketball has to be defended against his team. And um, I'm just not sure he's got enough around him to get past some of the, the teams that are going to out-rebound us. But we have like a 15-rebound advantage tonight. That's why we won the game. Yeah. That's, a, that's a great point, Larry. I appreciate you coming through. And we have a generational talent in the works. Like, do, do I need to sell you on how important Steph Curry is, how generational Steph is, you know? Um, it is fair to wonder if they've done everything they can in their powers to put a title team around Steph while he's still in his prime right now. Uh, first off, Larry's voice is incredible. I, the guy must have done radio <laughs> or something. I just, God, he should be the one that's doing this podcast instead of me. Uh, but he makes, I, I, I'm with him. I, I think I'm a little less angsty, Sam, because part of me feels like, this is what happens with every like, great it, LeBron, Kobe, I think Duncan, you know, Steph is on those guys' levels, obviously. Those guys, when they won their titles, you know, it wasn't that they were favored or they like they were going to win it for sure, right? I think it's about the same wavelength that the Warriors are at now, where it's it's pretty open. The Warriors could win it this year. They, they could not win it this year, but it's not like they have a 5%, 5% chance of winning it. They're also not overwhelming favorites like 2016, 17, 18, right? So I, I think that's normal, though. I think that you could say the same thing for Kobe when he won his fourth and fifth title. You could say the same thing for Duncan when he beat the Heat in, in the games before, right? I think you could say the same thing, certainly, for, for LeBron, right? When he won his titles, it never felt like he was like the massive, massive favorite. So... I think maybe mm-hmm. we're a little used to the Warriors and, and this team being heavy favorites. It, sometimes they're just not going to be, but it doesn't mean that. it's a. I just don't know. I don't know okay. what I can, I, can, I, can, I think, yeah. yeah. I can ride with that. That's, that's a fair point. I mean, I think we would have a di- – I would have a different tune if uh, Dr- I knew Draymond Green was fully healthy. Yeah, yeah. In general, yeah. I'm assuming Draymond is yes. fully. I'm assuming Draymond. If Draymond's fully healthy, I think it's it's not a perfect team, but I feel pretty good about this team's chances in the playoffs. Yeah, I think that's where we should end it tonight. You know, 
I think positive first game post All-Star break. Um, less than positive internet connection for me. But, you know, we, we're going to keep chugging through it. We're going to keep going through it. You know, I'm going to work on my internet uh, just like Jeremiah's going to work on his back. And we will be back <laughs> Sunday night after the Dallas Mavericks game. Oh, a team that the Warriors may face in the first round. So we'll see. Oof. Wow. Teaser. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.